0: Welcome back to Married with Children, the show. Um, we are live here on a Sunday night, uh, and excited. Uh, we were just talking before we we came on the show, and uh, Callie, we've we've been blessed here in the last couple of months with a lot of live music right yes. here in our house, and yeah, uh, like they
1: come to us and
0: play. <laughs> it's awesome.
1: <laughs> I know, I like it. And uh, so we got
0: another <laughs> band in studio with us tonight, Mixed Media, and we're going to uh, be talking to them and. And They are set up and ready to play, so we're going to get to hear some things from them too as well, some of their original songs. And uh, They're an extremely talented group, so uh, stick it out with us and uh, uh, make sure you follow along and and like their stuff as well. So Before we get into it, I do want to thank our sponsors. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore n underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Looking for a new tattoo? Looking for a professional piercer to add to your body art? There's no reason to drive to Indy or Louisville. Just visit Beauty for Matches Tattoo Parlor in Crothersville, Indiana. Beauty for Matches is located just past the Dollar General on Highway 31. Stop in and check out the amazing work done by all four artists at the shop. Each artist has a unique and personal style, but all do amazing work. The shop is family-friendly, so don't hesitate to bring your kids or loved ones with you when you stop by to get some ink. Check out all the artists' work on their Facebook page and book an appointment today with either Kyle, Martha, Billy, or Lily. You won't be disappointed. Beauty from Ashes Tattoo Parlor, Crothersville, Indiana. And welcome back. And uh, before we get started here, I do want to say again thank you to all our sponsors that, that help us each and every week uh, do what we do, not only here on Married with Children, but across the uh, the spectrum of APR podcast studios and um, uh, throttled up Hoosier Hardwoods live and the podcasting principal. Again, we have the group mixed media here in studio with us. and I just want to say that prior to coming on, and I don't know maybe this is maybe this is going to make me sound old, Callie, but <laughs> prior to coming on, uh, Brett said that you know they were playing somewhere with some 20somethings and they didn't seem as interested. I love their style of music. But <laughs> well, I, because I we're realized, not 20 something yeah, I, I realized that. After I thought about it, I realized, you know, you're not, you're not, you're, you're mid-30s. Well, you were thinking, now.
1: yeah, you were thinking, oh, well, we like them. And then you're like, oh, wait, we're not
2: 20-somethings yeah. anymore.
0: Mid-30. So, Mid-30, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we do have with us tonight, uh, as we go around the table here, Eric, Glenn, Marlon, and Brett from Mixed Media. So welcome, guys. We appreciate you Thanks. being here. Thanks. Yeah. Pleasure yeah. to Thank be here. You honored and i have to say marlon brought it up he is the first accordion in studio yes there you go yes forrest forrest turner may have started the uh playing in studio but marlon is the first accordion and 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 i I haven't had anyone else reach out that has an accordion i haven't
3: either he yeah. may be. He may be the only, only one, a legend for a while. <laughs> yeah. The more
0: you get to know Marta,
4: the more you'll say that's the first time I've ever seen anybody. Do that.
3: <laughs> and it may be the last.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, guys, I kind of want to talk here. First of all, how did how did the band get started? Where where did this kind of come together?
4: Well, um, Marlon and I have been friends a long time now. Um, Absolutely. Um, I think, I was thinking about this today because I I thought you might ask that. (laughs) We were in uh, Key West, Florida years ago together. We ended up down there and uh, several of us were renting a house and and Marlon had his accordion and I brought my guitar and uh, we just, we were sitting out on the porch and, and this guy's a musical genius, by the way, and he was teaching me some things about how to play with an accordion and that kind of thing. And I, and I noticed that people would stop on the sidewalk and listen mm-hmm. to us, and that's the first time it ever happened to me. And uh, so, we so Martin and I played, we played, uh, we've played several places, played at the fair a couple times, played a mother-daughter banquet, remember that? We didn't get asked back to that one. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Lutheran, and it was at a Catholic mother-daughter banquet, and I don't know if I was laying down what they wanted to hear, you know? <laughs> so,
3: so uh but the, we but we had fun i
4: think everybody there had fun um, <laughs> and so so uh we were asked to play at a party what about a year and a half ago now something like that a, a friend of mine david gerker said hey you want to play at a party i'm mm-hmm. going to have i'm like yeah and he goes we'll bring your band and." I neglected to tell him I didn't really have a
2: band. <laughs> so okay, started, I'll get on that. Yeah, I'll
4: get on that, David. So we started from there, and, and Eric uh, is married to my niece, and I knew, and he and I had played some before too years ago, and then uh, Glenn, the percussionist, is Martin's son. So Perfect. We just it just kind of happened. We're like, hey, you guys want to play at a party? And everybody's like, yeah, that'd be cool. So, yeah.
3: So but, what, we, but but one of our goals is we've got to have fun.
2: Oh yeah. Okay. That's, that's I right. like it. That's,
3: that's right. Everyone. And we, uh, we laid that down as a basic principle when we first started, um, and that's worked really well for us. It
4: has. And there's one interesting dynamic that I never, I never uh, anticipated, but when we pick a new song, um, despite what it may seem like, there's no song that's easy. It, you, everything, especially the way we do it, our traditional or unique way, um, it, it takes a little bit of work to to make an arrangement, which is an interesting, very interesting part of it to me. I enjoy that as much as anything, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
3: Yeah, a lot of this music that Brett has written and composed, um, he started with an idea, Mm -hmm. and that idea then is transcended into some melody notes, but none of it is written down or scored on any piece of paper. So therefore, uh, we musicians have come up against him and we've just tried to put a few things together with him and uh, try to come out with a song. So we've had a lot of fun doing that.
0: That is, that's, and I, people that have listened have heard me say this a thousand times, but that is my most intriguing thing about yeah. music. And and I, I love, I love reading biographies of musicians. I love hearing interviews with musicians right. because I, my brain doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't click that idea of this is going to work. This is going to, or even writing a song. Yeah. And, and, and I love when I hear people and they're all like, oh, the best song's five minutes. I, it hit me. And then I was here and then my band got together and it was boom, boom, boom. And we had this thing arranged. And yeah, we tweaked some things later, but it came together pretty fast. To me, I'm like, you can leave sit, your I, instruments I, here today I, and I'll <laughs> sit here for the next year and I you'll know. come back and be, what'd you done? I'm sitting here even yeah. without
1: an instrument i could sit here for a year and i would be like well what what'd you write yeah nothing yeah, yeah nothing <laughs> so mean, it, it, it's amazing to yeah. me
0: and, and when and when you get that band that's got that good good vibe together and, and is having fun doing it i think yeah. you just see so much come out we, of that we do we do that's, that's awesome great. i
4: think uh it takes a little bit of uh not not that everybody's doesn't have a little creative streak in them but it takes a desire to want to create something that no one else has ever done yeah. at least for me that's yeah. and I, and I love that you know there's other things I the other my other hobbies are all I, they're all centered around being creative you know with making things and and I I like the watercolor you know and I just like it because you start with a blank piece of paper and yeah I'm not I'm not very good at all but but I I enjoy doing it you know yeah that's awesome so.
5: and sometimes I think it takes a push because when Brett and I started playing together we played his originals years ago mm-hmm. and then when i joined up with these guys we were just doing covers mm-hmm. and i kept kind of pushing what about all those songs we did 10 years ago oh cool ah, nobody wants that to do oh yeah. very like, cool uh, yeah we're gonna bring them back out well you know? good deal
0: and i think that's i think that's so tough for for bands and, and especially those that you know are trying to hit that that bar scene or, or you know playing and trying to get up and coming Obviously, when you walk in, you, you got to play some covers so that people, you, do. you know, yeah. they, they hear something they know. But sometimes I think they go so far with the covers that, you know, it, it loses that idea of a band. And, and for me, again, I love musicians. So when I go see them and it's just it sounds the same as what I listen to on the radio, I might as well just have the jukebox playing. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, it, I, even when some bands play covers, I love to see them take their own twist on it. You know, yeah. and that's one thing I said to you guys when you first came in. You know, the cup the couple covers that I've heard of you guys, Heartbreak Hotel. It it doesn't sound like Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it does It, <laughs> no. it, is, it definitely uh, has our own style. Yes, yes. yes, and I love that. That's what if I go watch somebody, I want to go see them play it with their style, and I'm and I'm good with it. And that's where. I think that's where a lot of bands you start to bring them over to your originals. Is oh yeah, twisting those covers mm-hmm. to to fit what you you
1: but, do. But and I always like hearing the originals, just because then it's like I can. I think that's really where you can get like the audience to get to know you. That, I mean, because you're right. obviously you're you guys, you know, whoever wrote it or the group of you wrote it, and it's like then you know we can you know get a glimpse into where you were at at that point in your life or what you're thinking or you know like that kind of thing Absolutely. and if all you do is play covers i mean yeah that's great you know i can sing along with it but i like hearing the words and you know the meaning and Amen. you know that kind of so yeah, that's cool yeah. to me
4: i'm i'm definitely a word guy and and i'm sure you know john prine or you know, maybe not. If you know him, I'd like to meet him. He, Cliff, he right? <laughs> but I, know, I know who he you is. Know, okay? <laughs> I also know who he is. But I, but when I started playing, and I was actually a late bloomer, I didn't even start playing until 35 or 36. There's, more, there's hope for you. Well, Yeah, there's just hope. <laughs> so once I discovered... There's a guitar in storage yeah. upstairs. That's why she's hitting me. Yeah. <laughs> once I discovered John Prine and, and his, his wordsmith way of putting a song together, my dream would be for us to go to a venue... The same kind of venue where uh, John Prime would be yeah. for people to listen to the words, because every song to me, there's there's a story behind Absolutely. every song. Yeah, it, instead of just banging your head and talking about drinking beer and riding yes. around on your pickup
0: truck.
1: Yeah, there's, well, there's, oh, yeah, you know.
0: and that's what I love. Even what some of these, you know, these major artists have done lately. You know, the idea of like the Bruce Springsteen show on uh, Broadway when. He's playing his music, but it's it's more than that. It's talking about why the song was written. <clears throat> Garth Brooks yes. did that several years I ago with Garth, his.
4: That was an awesome. That and, was And, yes.
0: and, and we're. Yep. It's not just I'm going to come out. I'm going to play 30 songs and I'm out. I'm going to talk about why I chose the yes. song yes. and what my influences were. To me, that's the perfect setup. Is well, again, I want to yeah. know more about those people and why yeah. they wrote the song and what it meant. So, yep. um, I think that's. I I agree that to me that's the the greatest when you get to see that from an artist. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Marlon, I'm going to ask you a question, I, and I, and I I am really infatuated with the accordion. Can you give me a, a basic understanding of how that thing works? Because it looks like the craziest thing. It ever. does. It, it does. looks like
1: you're trying to play the piano, and like I mean, I don't. I know. thought he was.
0: I thought he was writing SOS messages <laughs> over here with his left hand <laughs> and
3: <laughs> sending, sending code. Yeah. The accordion um, was originally designed for blind people to play, ah, simply because um, the accordion is you your left hand, uh, you can't see what you're doing, so everything is done by feel. Okay. Um, on the right side, because if you're standing up, you can't very well fee- uh, see what you're doing, so therefore, it's also kind of a blind uh, feel as okay. well. Okay. And so you, you really go by position with your elbow. And then of course on the accordion, it's not electrified. You gotta make your own wind. So as you draw out and draw through the reeds, that makes your own music. So uh, uh, there's three things that are going on when you're playing an accordion. And, okay. uh, and it's kinda of difficult to play when you first start because you've gotta get that co coordinative skills to work together yeah and uh and it, it takes a little bit uh to get used to that
1: how long have you been playing the accordion i'm not trying to like show your age or like any of that
2: i'm i'm just curious <laughs> uh
3: i've probably been playing this one here is about 60 years old really and and i bought it new when wow. i was uh, about 10 years old okay. so it's been around a while it's pretty well worn out um but these accordions um, are, um, are come in four different sizes. Okay. You start out on accordion, you go to a 12 bass. There's 12 buttons over here. And after you graduate from that, then you go to what we call a 48 base. And then after that, you get a little better. Then you go to a 96 bass. And then when you graduate to a professional accordion, it's 120 basses. So you have 120 buttons that you're going I'm to I'm interested push. to watch you play. Oh yeah.
1: I mean like just because I've never watched anybody. I mean right. like honestly. It is crazy. You
3: have to make your own wind and you get your own sound and, and if, you, if you absolutely stop, then there's complete silence.
0: Basically, what I'm hearing is Marlon's working three times harder than anybody else. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's
2: what, yeah, Sorry, yeah.
5: guys. He's, yeah, no. agree. he's playing
0: blind. He's got 120 buttons. Yeah, he's got to go. he's he's make his own everything. wind. I mean, I, I'm just I'm pointed out now. I yeah. mean, I think he's he's the hardest working guy. So if that, if the are...
3: unfortunate part of is accordions down here. There's not that many. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin. And um,
2: <laughs> in we, southern indiana uh, and i moved
3: to southern indiana so I, I laid this thing up for 30 years and never played it uh, yeah. but uh, uh, i have picked it up after i got with brett and uh, we started playing i've used it uh, at special occasions for christmas caroling
2: yeah nursing yeah. homes
3: that sort of thing but not uh, not very frequently and what does what's a a professional accordion cost these, this one here, um, the size of this will run between 12,000 to 20,000. Oh my wow. gosh. So I'm looking at one now. This one is about wore out, needs yeah. to retard. I've taken this one to Clearwater, Florida to have it assessed because um, it, it's got some keys that don't work yeah. and I have to work around them. Um, they said just throw it in the trash. It's it's really <laughs> a trout. Really? So, <laughs> that's not like a dagger to your heart, <laughs> Just throw it, not worth
1: anything. Just throw it away. If you, right.
0: did, if you decide that, you can donate it here to the studio. Like, we'll hang it up in the studio. That's right. I, mean, I feel that's better than just throwing it in the right. trash. But,
3: but, but we, uh, there are, I have purchased another one. It's electric accordion. It has a different concept, it's a MIDI. Uh, it has a very unique sound. It has the horns, the, the tambourines, uh, a variety of sounds. So it has a MIDI in it. I'm still working with it yet, but there's no substitute for these manual acoustic accordions. Wow. Uh, I went to New Haven, Kentucky here a couple weeks ago, and I played a $20,000 instrument, and they are beautiful. But they are, um, they are uh, not too many of those in Indiana.
0: And, and you said earlier that Wisconsin, Michigan, up northern.
3: Right. They all, those, you play in a lot of the taverns because there's one on each corner. And you're playing shoddy's music, polka music, yeah. waltz music. The Polish, Norwegian uh, people that really like that old-fashioned music. Yeah. And that's where I cut my teeth on it. Very okay. cool. So I taught accordion music uh, for 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, and then I'm also a piano player i've taught about 25 years and playing the piano as well so and the piano's just got to be easy i mean it's much easier yeah all
0: right well guys uh i know you guys got several songs you want to play and uh i know that callie's excited to see marlon play so you guys want to go ahead and do Uh one here yes
4: yeah um this first song i wrote um several years ago i have an uncle that preaches at a small church here in town and uh he was going to be gone or something and he asked me to come and fill in um, for a couple of weeks actually do a sermon and I know that surprises you guys but um, <laughs> so I did and and you know and I thought you know this uh, I mean I've gone to church still go to church but I thought this is just not for, and this is not something I should be doing I, f- I felt kind of like a fake you know so yeah. So then this and other than that that's kind of where i got the idea of this song and i think you'll hear that line in there then the rest of us just kind of um kind of growing up around here and and some of the things i don't know i could go on and on but anyway this was a song i wrote several years ago and this seems to be one that everybody likes and and about um a year ago now we've we've been into a studio here this is one thing that's really cool you all have the podcast here in carothersville And Wayne Deaton has a recording studio in Carothersville, so we went to Wayne's and recorded these two different.
1: Oh, very cool. uh,
4: Yeah, and it it is cool. You know, small town, America, you never thought that would have happened, but it it is very cool. It is cool, some of the things that are going on here. It is, it
3: really is. What's the name of this one?
4: Stuck in the Middle. Stuck in the Middle. Yeah, I'm gonna take my phones off. Yes, that's fine, fine. whatever
1: you need to do, absolutely. All
2: right, you ready?
0: awesome wow
1: that <laughs> was good i loved it Thanks. wow thank you i loved it
0: and i got i gotta go back I, because we talked earlier about how much the words mean in the song and i want to go back to it because you know you you kind of told the story beforehand um but i think we all feel that way mm-hmm. you know stuck in the middle between stuck a middle. you know a part-time sinner and a part-time saint oh, you yeah. know yeah. um all of us sometimes i think feel like hey you know we, we do good things we're we're, we're doing the yeah. right thing but we all have our our vices as well yep. so yeah i love that story behind that song and um and again i i get that i'm i'm mid-30s as Callie pointed out <laughs> um, i don't know how you can't enjoy that style of music uh um, well, thanks and i mean it wholeheartedly again and marlon i I'm gonna say it again. You're working at least three times harder than everybody else in this band. <laughs> no, not
2: really,
3: because <laughs> it by having a good time. Yeah, that's good. But it, having fun.
0: But it, it did amaze me, and watching you and and Callie, you can kind of chime in too, because I know it was something that you enjoyed as well. But it amazed me because I I can't like watching somebody play guitar or watching somebody play drums, and I'm not at all putting down the skill mm-hmm. it takes with that. I can look at that and think, okay, I could figure out how to do that. I I have no clue how you made the sounds you,
1: you made. And, you know, like, I will say, like, he made me, like... It looked like he was having fun. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I could do that, but it looks fun. Like, I mean, because he looks like.
4: You mentioned he's, that he's doing like three things at once when we're like at a party, and he's really getting into it. He dances around a little. Bit. <laughs> I love it. It is. That's it's a, awesome. It's, it's, people absolutely love to watch. I can. I can see they that. Do. That's too funny. Just
3: have a lot of fun. That's one of the main goals of this group is to is to have fun.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Marlon, pull that mic to you just a little bit okay. there. Now that you're done playing, just. We like. mentioned
5: that the 20 somethings didn't really dig the music, but they were. Ch- Marlon's name. Oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They were going to get T-shirts. Um, yes. Oh, Mar- God! Mar- very excited by Marlon. Yeah. Yeah, Marlon, the legend. Was that what, <laughs> what was it was Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, I,
0: <laughs> I want to give a quick shout out here because I know she'll agree with me, but my my grandmother is watching, and i i have to uh, I have to say a lot about her because my love of music comes from her. Cool. Um, uh-huh. And she is one that loved every kind of music from. You know, the, the doo-wop coming out of Motown to, you know, uh, country, traditional country. And I, I can remember she was one of the first people I knew that had a CD player and a CD collection. And she used to let me just go up in her living room, and she wouldn't bother me. I could put anything on and that's listen cool. to anything I wanted to. <clears throat> and uh, so a huge shout-out to her because That's part of the reason why I have the passion for so many different kinds of music, music. and appreciation is because she you never entered her house and there wasn't music playing. Right. <laughs> and uh, she's definitely the one that helped foster that in me. So, That's cool. So I want to kind of go, um, you know, to you, Glenn, and ask. So you didn't take up accordion. <laughs> <laughs> no. From
6: his dad. <laughs> when, when, when he, like when I was old enough to, like, you know, play the accordion. I would try to pick that thing up and I could barely even pick it up. So I would stand it up on the ground and try to play it, but you can't, you know, get the work. wind going. So yes. when I was old enough to pick that thing up, it took so much energy to play that. I was like, I, I, I don't want to do this. It <laughs> go so Way too much work. A lot easier to pick up a couple of sticks and. Okay. Get the stuff for them. That's Very right. cool. And And it, so
0: how long have you been playing drums?
6: I started hitting things and doing, like, rhythmic patterns probably, oh, man, I was probably six, seven, eight years old, and I never had a drum set until I think I was in high school, but I would just, if I saw a drum set, I would play it, and it was was like a natural thing, like, I saw it, I would see, um, we had... A satellite dish when i was younger mm-hmm. so i got to see a lot of different tv shows that my friends didn't and right i saw a lot of um old jazz players like uh buddy rich and things like that and i was like that that's so cool that's what i want to do and i would try to do those things that they did when i was younger and i i couldn't do that but i could keep a beat and i it was just something that i loved to do that was in me and i could just when I got on a drum set I could just play it. I yeah. don't know how, but I just could play it. It was and, pretty natural, huh? Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah,
6: yeah.
0: I just think it's amazing too, you know, because I think it's a tough thing for a parent's call mm-hmm. when you when you buy a drum set. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> That's I mean, why I wear a hearing aid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: because why you, you know, waited till high school, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want um, to you don't want to Damper their, their excitement right. or their ability to do it right? but you know when you but you also don't want to grow up listening to them just mm. never never take that next step I guess is what I'm saying yeah. if they want to beat on things just go beat on things but, <laughs> yeah. but I, I do I think it's I, we've had a lot of musicians on here and I always think about you know our sons and I'm like man
2: drum
1: because like what it, do I do? drum yeah. is like different than i mean like i would think than a guitar yeah i mean like you could listen to them you know but like drums are loud yeah. yeah i mean like you know i mean and a lot of the people that we've had on they've been um you know well my parents bought me a drum set at you know whatever age and i think they probably regretted it i mean like <laughs> not regret it but you know i mean it's loud especially when you're yeah. first starting you know i mean it, it's so it's interesting but there
6: is a cd I don't know if you're familiar with the Grateful Dead. Their drummer, Mickey Hart, Kay. had a CD out called Planet Drum. And w- when I heard that, I was just hooked like that. It, it's not like a regular drum set. Like, he does all kinds of different stuff on there. And that's what kind of got me into this, the really into the drums. Okay. Hearing, like, he, you know, has bongos, has, you know, regular drum cymbals, and just different kind of percussionists instruments yeah and it's just wild to and hear. being able to create with it not <clears throat> yep. just not just yep. play yep. something yep. right yeah
3: our sound was a little bit different because uh, brett came up with this idea for us to do a, a gig uh, in crothersville and there was an individual that had a cajun, and so and rather than get a whole full set of drums we got this cajun out of indianapolis and we tried it and it worked really well uh, and then we've added a reverse hammer to it, uh, and then we've got a we've added the snare and a hi hat. Yeah. So as the band has kind of progressed, we have added a few things to our percussion. Absolutely. So yeah, what you it's see.
4: it's a it's a te- it's a testament to Glenn's perseverance, because um, I know that he, I, I think I know. He wants the big, full fledged uh, molly hat. He would love man. to drum out on all oh, that, I'm yeah. <laughs> sure, right? And, and you know, and and he's so he's a much better drummer than really what you'll even see here. I, I know that, I but it, that. it just doesn't fit in with with what we want to do yeah. at this.
6: Point. Yeah. And I think using this this setup here, like you don't see, I've never seen anybody use a, a cajon as a bass drum. Mm-hmm. And the advantage in that is that it's you can have a smaller space to play in. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just having the cajon. The snare and the hi-hat it allows me to be a little more creative right Very so cool. i've and i've never played on anything like this like this little of stuff so i'm used to having toms and symbols and things and it's allowed me to kind of get back to just how i think brett wants this the sound and just a simple how do i, I create it, the sound with with yes, the limited and i've, yeah, I've things done ahead. things with it and i with, the, with the, my drum set Full drum set It just It does not fit in With how we play And I realized that After I tried to play The drums yeah. I was like It just it's We got we have to have Something different And this is what We came up with And it sounds Really good I think with How we're playing Well
0: and I think It's interesting Because I've seen Other, other bands Obviously use a cajon Before And I've never seen It as a bass drum And I will agree yeah. With you 100% I've seen it Used a lot of Different ways But and not typically with the setup with a snare and a hi-hat and everything mm-hmm. you got going. So it, it is a, it's a, it's a creative and totally different sound than what you even yes, hear yeah. out of what you're yeah. using. So, um, I think it's great. And so Eric, before we play another one, I want to ask you, where did, where did your musical background come from?
5: Oh man. Uh, I've always just been around music, not playing music. Uh, particularly my uncle, he, uh, introduced me to a lot of music he lived down the road when I was a kid so I'd walk down there and I'd get down there and he'd say hey have you ever heard this band or this song or yeah I'd say no or I'd take an album down there and I'd say hey have you heard this and he'd say no but if you like that have listen to these you know so that happened all my life and then I got a guitar when I was 16 I got a uh cheap eddie van halen looking thing i didn't even listen to van halen i just thought it was cool i didn't ever want to play like him i was just like that's pretty cool and then when i was a senior i said to my mom i i need a better guitar i don't want senior pictures i don't want a class ring i don't want to go to the prom buy me this guitar oh wow and i'll be done Mm-hmm. I still had to get my picture taken. <laughs> but I got That's how you it.
1: tried to get out of it. I, that was I was oh, say, that sounded like a great idea. You didn't, you didn't have to go to the. You wouldn't have what to the prom. Go? What you know? did you tell your date. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have a date.
5: A, I was locked in a room with an Eddie Van Halen. I don't, have to,
1: <laughs> do I do? I don't have to go with you now. I got to
4: get to.
5: Sorry. sorry. <laughs> no Find there. another one. <laughs> I was quite the nerd. So. <laughs> That's too funny. And so I, you know, so I just played. Uh, I've been playing since then. So about thirty years. And
0: and, I, awesome. I, and we go around the table with this Because I always love to ask bands this question Because my wife makes fun of me like terribly Because <laughs> I have a very eclectic taste in music Like it is all across the board And, and I grew up in a time that yeah. The hip hop was big so I love hip hop stuff I, I And I love artists I love people that write and create yep. I don't like a lot of the auto-tune and pre-program But I like, I like a variety And Callie laughs at me all the time Because it can go from a traditional country song It may be you know, Waylon Jennings yeah. to the next one, maybe a Tupac song to the next one, maybe Metallica to the it next is, one, <laughs> maybe it and is
1: because like, I am not. I mean, like I, I like all the different kind of but it's like sometimes and like he'll be in the car and he'll just, you know, be flip, I'm like, what do you lo- what are you looking for? I don't know. And I mean, like it is it, like it is all over the board. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, like, what do you want to hear? I, I don't know. I'll just know when I hear it. Yeah, uh, I
0: mean, like, She's uh, one that's got one genre and she can yeah. go to it and just listen. And I me, can listen
1: the whole like drive, yeah. A, whatever. I'm searching
0: because I'm like, I, there's a song I want to hear, and I've got all these, all these artists, and she's like, I've never heard of that person. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> but they've got these three songs yeah. I love. Yeah. yeah. And oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. I always love to ask bands like, what is that, that? That when you get to listen for pleasure, what is it? And Eric, I'll start with you, and and or where are those those influences?
5: Yeah. Uh, I I listen to a little bit of everything, but mainly probably this stuff that i listen to the most i grew up with Skinnerd, mm-hmm. a lot of Skinnerd when i was learning to play um they probably had the biggest influence on my idea of song structure because that was a band with three guitars a piano and a bass and they they never play on top of each other ever yeah so they arranging parts that's something that i like to do very and cool. then uh, similarly Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Another one where they they like to mix it up. And, and textures. And what I do in the band is I play mandolin. Uh, I have a baritone guitar over there. I'll get out in a little bit. I play guitar. Six-string banjo. So, for me, it's filling out what the song needs. And awesome. Kind of... What other instrument can I buy to to do this? <laughs> well, I, I gotta tell you, this is this
0: is hilarious. I was.
1: We need another instrument. You you want to go ahead and buy that? No. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it. In. Yeah. We'll, we'll. That's doesn't, what we needed for work song. With the song. Wife, but,
0: but. Uh, I know how yeah, that is. Yeah. I blame it on
5: her uncle. I just. Said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There I, I
0: I came home one night and the uh, Amazon box had been delivered and I looked at Kelly and I said, I got good news. I bought you a new microphone for the podcast. Oh, yeah, this is <laughs> awesome. And she's like, she's like, oh, really, thank you. And she came back out, and she looked at it, and she goes, no, you didn't. You bought you a new one and gave me your old one. <laughs> no, no, <yeah. laughs>
1: that's exactly what he did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not stupid. Like, you said, got the new it. one, and I got the
2: backup. <laughs> yeah, there you go. new to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what he did. I got a hand-me-down. But, uh,
0: <laughs> but I also wanted to say, you know, when you talked about, you know, Skinner did some of those and Tom Petty. The, the funny thing is my five-year-old and and i i he may have been two when he got it you'll have to correct me my aunt and my aunt i love her to death i think it was two. she's one of those that she'll buy random things uh, like i remember one time we went to her house for christmas and the theme was you just pick something out of her house to take home instead of buying gifts Ooh. and then I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like okay um but you know, it's but two years old. Our son's birthday. She buys him a harmonica, not like a play toy harmonica, like a nice, a real harmonica. harmonica. Yeah. What? And I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, why would you ever buy a two year old a harmonica? <laughs> and I, I will eat my words. Because he still plays that thing. He plays it. No and and he doesn't know the the notes no, or how, yeah. but he's starting to figure out how to get tunes and how to get melodies oh, coming out know. of it. And it's I'm like, so funny because I'm like You brought up Tom Petty because that th- as silly yeah. as that can be, for me, when you hit when he hits the harmonica in some of those songs, mm-hmm. that's the seller to the song. Yeah. It, it's a totally different sound than everything else they're doing. Yeah. And to me that's that that's what I loved about Tom Petty. So it's funny, I've, I've asked some of the other people at the high school that are in, you know, our band director and others, I'm like, you know anybody gives harmonica lessons? They're like, no, nobody gives harmonica <laughs> lessons. And I'm like, well, I need somebody. I've got I a mean, boy like, who wants to play harmonica. I don't know what,
1: uh, what other gifts he got when he was two years old, but I mean, like that, I mean, to know if like he still plays with him, you know, but I'm like, that one, he's still, he's like, my That's harmonica. Cool. Yeah, I mean, like, cool. and he sure. just, it is so funny. So I'm like, you know what, that was a good gift because... Yeah. He uses it, yep.
0: so we may not be a, buying a drum set, but we may have to keep upgrading harmonicas. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> you know, there, there's, uh, as you know, there's
4: not a lot of them around, and that the harmonica music that would that would be really cool, but you just can't hardly find. Yeah,
0: it. that's yeah. why. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I mean that's what I said. I, I'm I'm it, so if somebody's listening that does know harmonica, I'm willing to pay for lessons <laughs> yeah. because he loves it. I know a guy. Uh, know okay, a guy. let me know uh, after know the show know. because I'm in. Glenn, what would you grew up listening to?
6: Well. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that. Uh, yeah p- the first thing i heard was like him playing the piano and the organ he plays piano and organ and of course the accordion so as a kid i grew up with that but it's just been everything like anything i can get my hands on i would listen to but the first i think my first love was the blues like old mm-hmm. like you know like uh the old Blind Melon, and um, just the old stuff like uh, Johnson, Robert Johnson stuff, just the old, like, I would try to picture in my head to how, well, how they were playing, what they were doing, and you could hear a stomp, and when they were playing, you could hear that, and that, it just, hearing that, it just gets you, like, moving, and that is what I love is the blues, and everything... You could think of comes from the blues i mean you can hear it in almost any genre of music well maybe not classical but 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 outside of that just down. about anything yeah. else it's yeah. all come yeah. off so of I, it I, I love all kinds of music like you um if i'm on like a road trip or something going somewhere i download every kind of music i can get my hands mm-hmm. on on my spotify account so i will just go to my songs and just hit shuffle and if song comes on and, you know, I'm like, eh, I'll just skip it. But I, it's just kind of like a mood thing with me. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the kitchen doing dishes or cooking or something, I might listen to classical. Or if I'm out in the back porch, I might listen to blues. If I'm, you know, cleaning the house, I might listen to heavy metal. If I'm yeah. in my car, I tend to listen to rap and hip hop more. Yeah. But uh, growing up, yeah, I, I would listen to him a lot and speaking of like the drums and him talking about that being a blind instrument I had a story about him one night we were we lived out in the country and he was playing the piano and you know I was over there tapping on the couch and you know playing well it was during a storm thunderstorm the lights went out so everything got silent well I hear him tapping on these keys and he's, he finds middle C. He just starts playing again. It's pitch dark. Oh. And he just plays again. Wow. I'm like, yeah. so I, I started tapping on the couch. And it yeah. was like this thing where, like, on the drums, you can you can play anywhere. Yeah. You know, any, tap on anything. And that was something that yeah. got me going with the drums, too. I could, I could do it anywhere. I played in my car. I could play it at work. I could play it here while we're sitting. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And it, it's just you know, I hear it in all kinds of music, so anytime I hear music, the first thing I hear are those drums and that melody and how those two intertwine. And that's what I like. I like when Brett plays I like to just listen to that song and when he, you know, has something in there, I try to do what I can with my setup. Right. And it that's what I like to do is just listen to those songs and hear how the drum meshes with that. So anything and everything I can get my hands on, I'll listen to.
0: Awesome. And Marlon, now you were good buddies with Beethoven, so yep. what? <laughs>
6: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: Ouch. <laughs> Oh, gosh.
3: But I, but I have to confess that I was uh, trained um, academically in classical music, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, didn't like it, but... Started taking music lessons and and took music lessons all my life. Um, and the challenge was to build the muscles in my fingers, um, and the dexterity in my arms, and and translate that to my brain to get real fast across the keys. So while I didn't like classical music, that's what the challenge. That's that's when you when you go to the school of music, that's what they put you through. And I disliked it so bad that I tried to go to beat music. And that's when I kind of switched over to country mm-hmm. and because it was more soothing and it was just good music. So I do like country music. Um, although today, um, I have a nine-foot concert grand in my home and I still work very religiously, uh, working my fingers. Uh, the latest uh, challenge that I've got right now is I'm trying to listen to his spotify and a variety of music and just pick the music up by ear uh, i'm used to reading it i can mm-hmm. i can read the music and um but i want to get so that i can just hear it and play it
2: that's so wow. that's
3: a, that's a different skill uh that 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 i'm working on now but uh but i am a piano player by trade and uh i i've played all kinds of music i when i was a young man about 15 years old i was on television i competed in a uh a contest and won the contest on on this accordion here so this oh, accordion has cool. been, been on television um and then, so you
1: don't want to just throw it away no there i don't like come on but, but i like did you tell him that. that be like this has been on tv <laughs> yeah, i know yeah it is. <laughs>
3: But and then also when I was in uh, the military I took this thing to boot camp and I played for some pretty heavy metal parties with the uh, the dancing girls around, out in the field so I've had a little fun there as well. So this thing is has uh, been around quite a bit yes. so yeah I enjoy all kinds of music. That's amazing. Brett?
4: Yes. I was
3: enjoying listening
4: tomorrow. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, I, I was uh, I was a little bit of a late bloomer, but I but um, you know I I always go back to one thing. There's a there's a couple of things. My mom, or my parents, and my grandparents both had record players, and I remember one time um, listening to a couple of records, Johnny Horton and a Tom T. Hall album, and both of those both of those guys wrote in a story kind of and and. And then uh when I was uh 7th or 8th grade maybe my mother bought me for my birthday Huckleberry Finn and I read that book and I don't know how many times I've read it but I remember being <clears throat> I don't want to sound too corny but overpowered by mm-hmm. the written word being able to put you in a, in a spot mm-hmm. yeah. th- that was th- that's the first time and I and I still read a lot and when my oldest daughter was born in 84 i started keeping a journal which i still keep so I, I write not necessarily music i write a lot um and then i um had a guy at work i said i said dude i want to learn to play a song on a guitar he said learn these three chords and get back with me so i did and uh this land is your land was the first time that i put those three chords together i went what how does is that how that works so and it just kind of took off from there and i was wow. i was fortunate to get with a bunch of guys lived over around champico mike brummett used to have a thing at his house on fridays friday nights or saturday nights and there would be like 10 guys playing mm-hmm. and and I i had no idea what i was doing but those guys were cool enough like okay brett it's your turn and they would teach me things and so oh. i so i learned through that but I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a good musician I know I'm not I'm not a good musician the secret of doing this is just surround your pe- surround yourself with <laughs> people you who go. are I'm not a good musician I, I just love the writing process and awesome my biggest influence today with no doubt and has been for years would be John Prime
5: yeah
4: but there's a lot of uh, Ian. No, just come out with a new album that I have wore my wife completely out with <laughs> yeah um, you know there's just so many um oh gosh the guy the other the, you you mention him all the time that i love his album the red barn radio he did oh um oh my god oh. tyler Childers, yeah tyler Childers, <laughs> he's awesome I, yeah. I i burn him up you know <laughs> i got it, it's just a lot of, a lot of those americana the storytelling and that stuff's coming back thank goodness it is, it is and it, that's
0: where we want to that's where i think that's where we want to be yeah yeah, yeah. well fun. I don't want to. I don't want to take up any more time because I want you guys to to play another one if you guys yeah. are ready. Yeah,
4: we are. I wrote this song. <clears throat> I went to a funeral here in Creathersville of a, a friend of mine. Her grandmother had passed away, and I was on the way home, and I thought I'm going to write a song. But I wrote the song. This song was written about my um, maternal grandfather. Um, so, but it but it was after her funeral that I. I when Papaw died, I kind of, accepted it, but I kind of ignored it. Mm-hmm. Cause Absolutely. He really was like, me and him were tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the guy that kept me out of a lot of trouble, you know, that <laughs> kind of thing. So I kind of ignored it then then when Madge Pebbler passed away, that's when this song come to me. And it, this didn't take very long to write either. It's called That Old Man. <clears throat> let me take my, me take these off. Sorry, oh,
7: you shouldn't you. to everyone that knew him More to me than anyone could know After all these many years, man, I miss
4: him I've heard time will change it all, but I don't know and he'd sit at the kitchen table,
7: sing Amazing Grace. Later on he'd talk of God while well, I touched and shaved his face. He said, it ain't always been easy, boys, but I've done the best I can. And he'd read that Bible at night From what I heard in his younger days He was a ladies'
4: man and I'm very
7: certain he was damn good in a fight And he'd sit at the kitchen table sing Amazing Grace Later on, he'd talk of God while well, I touched, shaved his face. Said it ain't always been easy, boys, but I've done the best I can. There'll never be another like that old man. Sit beside his bed. all knew it was going to be his last Well, he opened his eyes and said, Son, it's going to be alright I know he's fine, but I can't forget the past All oh, he'd sit at the kitchen table
0: I want to say this right off. This is this is what I think is the most amazing thing about you guys' sound is you can truly go from stuck in the middle, mm-hmm. which is a an upbeat kind of get with it song, to mm-hmm. that, and that's what when you go back to talking about America Americana or that old school country. Yes, it's what I loved about Johnny yeah. Cash. Johnny Cash could play you a, a party type song, yeah. and. and and get it going and, and be rocking and then turn around and like I said the other day, go back to his roots of singing gospel and play something like just like yeah. what you just did with that mm-hmm. old man and and just bring everything back into perspective. Yep. So absolutely. And and again, you talked about it a little bit earlier. What a song that connects to everybody. Yeah. Oh we've, yeah. We've all got those memories <clears throat> that we've lost and yep. and what they mean to us instead of what we hear on the pop charts today which is the same thing regurgitated again and again <laughs> yeah. and again and again. So um it, it's it's amazing what music can do because the whole time I'm sitting here I'm thinking about my grandfather. Yeah. And and I, I it's constantly going through those memories in my head of of sitting with him and and what that song can mean to me even though it's it's your story that you wrote. So right. well,
4: that I, and honestly I appreciate you saying that but that's just not my story cuz I like a guy told me one time I was in a Leaper's Fort Tennessee playing music. It was really strange how I got there, but that's for a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me he was a pretty he was a kind of a well known songwriter. He said if you can if you can elicit any any emotion, whether whether they're, you're making them mad or you're making them happy, yeah. or they're laughing or they're crying, uh, he he said you've so that so that's
0: what I try to do with that. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I would agree. I think it absolutely happens. So. Yeah. Thank you. Do you guys want to go ahead and uh, and uh, play another one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Brett, so, I got you another water here. You, oh, that's if great. If you need man. one, thank you. I got it. Yeah.
4: <coughs> thank you very much.
0: No, no problem.
4: This song we lived out in the before we uh, moved back north of town, or we lived out in the country. And one day, I got a phone call from a buddy of mine. He said uh, that his grandpa was missing. This is another grandpa song. <laughs> I, I didn't know we planned it that way, but it kind of worked out. <laughs> See, his grandpa had uh, a dementia mm-hmm. and he said grandpa's missing but he was still physically you know how to you know he was capable of driving and so i said well i'll go out and i'll and so i found him and when i found him i'm like hey john we got to go back to your house he goes okay so we went back to his house he followed me everything was fine but and we got back and it was in the springtime and the strawberry patch uh was blooming and he and i sat there and talked and you know, waiting on the rest of the family to show up, and there, and there was an old wagon down in the yard, and it was kind of a, I don't know, just kind of a, a weird experience. So after that, I took me a couple of tries and a little more time to write this one. How but,
3: long did it take you to write this, Brad?
4: Well, I started it, and then I kind of quit, and then, uh, I don't know, four or five years, I guess, from yeah. start, to finish, start to finish, you know.
3: It's another one of those songs that, for musicians uh, that may be listening, uh, this is a minor. This is not a, a major song, but we play in the major chords. So academically, this is a minor song. And Martin
4: loves minor songs.
3: And I don't like minor songs. <laughs> <laughs> Something
4: about the black keys, <laughs> I don't
3: know. Oh, but too it funny. It's a little darker than, than it would be as, as uh, yeah, stuck in the middle. Okay. All right. You guys ready? Right.
0: say this, because what I love about your storytelling because, and this is probably counterproductive to what we do on a on a weekly basis, because social media is huge. What you're telling is stories about conversations, and what has been, in my opinion, what's been lost in today's generation is conversations. Yeah. Sitting down and talking about the strawberry patch blooming, sitting down and talking, <laughs> and, and hearing stories, and, and I've said this before, um, one of my biggest regrets uh, in not taking the jump to start podcasting is um i have family members and i know that that callie's grandfather and, and grandmother i would have loved to get them to come in and sit in the studio and yeah. just talk and, yeah. and record not not yes. to put out as a, a podcast right. but to save those stories because um you know her her grandfather covered. i miss so much here and paul sit down and tell me stories um and and those kind of things and i wish <laughs> i'd have had those and it's it's why now my son loves this, this studio mm-hmm. and him and I, I have files and files and files of recordings. Anytime he comes out here and sits and talks to me, I turn the mics on and record it because That's I want cool. to I, I want re- yeah. to remember cool. those things yeah. and, and I, yeah. I, I hate that I haven't kept those, but what I love is you've kept that through music and, yeah. and I think it's yeah. amazing to hear that.
3: It's the simple things. It is. It's yeah. the simple things. It's, it's uh, avoiding the obvious. Mm-hmm. You mentioned
4: yeah. Callie's grandpa. I seen him at a funeral, and and I knew he was a vet. And I asked him, mm-hmm. and like, where did you serve? And he said, he I think he said he was in India, and he worked on, and I he said, you come over and we'll sit down, and I'll tell you all about it. Well, life got in the way. Yeah, and, oh I yeah. just, and then when I heard he'd passed away, I'm like, dad gone. Yeah, what a, what an opportunity to sit with a hero like that. You know, yeah, so.
0: and, and that's and I, and I've told her this because we hadn't established the studio and got things going, and that that is. My greatest regret oh, is not shame. having Paul yeah. Covert sit in here to have those files. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, again, she's heard those stories. I've heard those stories. Obviously, Rex and Peg have heard them. But, mm-hmm. but my sons heard those sons. Your grand- my yeah. grandchildren. My yeah. grandchildren haven't heard those sons. Yeah. And that's one goal for me. That's why my dad hates being on this thing. Yeah. But I have forced him. He did a Father's Day episode with me, and I have forced that's him to come cool. on at times just to say – tell I your story i want to hear yeah. those things, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no doubt about that yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome but uh yeah so if you guys i know you had four songs planned do you want you want to play one <laughs> we, more i've got one more if it's okay <laughs> yes. uh, I,
4: this we this is a new song for us and we tried to do it the other day and it really didn't have an arrangement but if if, when if you get an opportunity to see us out after tonight we'll all be playing this song but i I wanted to do this song because this has such a good story about a conversation a friend of mine was in a uh let's call it a gentleman's club (laughs) (laughs) okay years ago and there's this young lady that was waitressing in there and and she waited on him and she had a cross around her neck and he's like whoa you know that's like uh that's like square peg in a round hole kind of thing so he asked her he said do you know what that cross means and he he said for the next hour hour and a half she just they just sat there and talked in the middle of all this craziness going on so that's what this song is about right very cool
3: very unusual song yeah
4: (laughs) very unusual (laughs) circumstance yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let let me just do it and then we'll we'll get the arrangement yeah yeah, if you don't care let me take this off. I left them on during the last song. It wasn't so bad. <laughs> that thing wasn't quite as loud when I had them on. Yeah. Yeah. I am the only daughter of Gene and Ida Wood They raised me up on Elm Street doing the best they could Now I'm hanging out on Bourbon Street and you think that I'm lost I can't forget where I come from and I can't forget the cross Now I am just a dancer boys just trying to make my way in a world it's not that easy, and it don't matter what they say Because they're gonna say it anyhow, I guess I'm willing to pay the cost I may not be what you think I should, but I ain't forgot to cross Sunday mornings are always on my mind I wake up with that empty feeling I am only trying To do the best with what I've been told Trying to please the boss And I'll go on and be better for it Cause I ain't forgot to cross Someday I'll face my demons, so I'm praying every night To be given strength and reason and someday do what's right But then that's one we'll never know, so the wandering will last Nobody knows where you'll be someday While you're looking at your past Sunday mornings are always on my mind I wake up with that empty feeling
7: I'm only trying
4: To do the best with what I've been told Trying to please the boss And I'll go on and be better for it Cause I ain't forgot to cross And I'll go on and be better for it Cause I ain't forgot to cross Wow. So we'll make that into an arrangement
0: I I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's I, awesome. That's what I can't wait for either yeah. is to hear how you bring in everyone else i agree because that, that's one
3: heck of a story
4: thanks it is a story yes we almost had it last week we were yeah. we were this close yeah and, and then we kind of talked so yeah. we we, 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 we it.
3: tried it several arrangements and several different articulations but we don't quite have it yet so we thought for tonight it'd be better just be single you
4: know, how do you take a song like that and not not get it too crowded because yeah. to me With that song music. is all about the yeah. words. Oh, you know, yeah, 100%. It, it's not
3: about the music. It's about the words mm-hmm. of that particular song. Yeah.
4: And it wow. wasn't Marlon in that place either. I just <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no. Good clarification. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't Marlon. No, it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it
2: wasn't Well,
0: I, I want to ask this too, Brett, before we before we wrap up here, but your guitar is unique and there are several signatures all yeah. over it. Yeah. What's the story behind that? If
4: if everybody, I've tried to make it a point um, that it, um, Dylan Barnett, who's probably, I don't know how old he is now, but he come to me right after I started playing. Or his dad called and said, hey, Dylan wants to play in the Red, White, and Blue Festival talent show. And I'm like, Matt, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I could... So Dylan and I went and played, and I said, dude, when you do this, and you don't freak out on me, because I'd never done it either. i never mm-hmm. done anything like that. I'm going to let you sign my guitar. So he signed it right there. And then from then on, I thought, you know what? I, this would be the last thing of mine that I would get rid of. I really do oh, think yeah. it would yeah. be. So everybody who's ever played music with me who wanted to sit down and sing a song, um, I've let him sign it and you guys are going to get to sign it too. Oh no way. wow. No, oh, so these nice. are just these, there's no oh, I not know that. Yeah. I, nobody <laughs> famous on here except Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel very inferior to be on that but yeah. uh, no, it's but just, it's uh, it's a really cool thing. That's why I had to bring it up because yeah. it's it's so cool to see all those names uh, on there.
4: Ronnie Patton who's a, who's a friend of mine and really good uh, luthier is that yeah, right? he's yeah. fiddler. He said turn when you get ready to refinish that thing bring it up to me i said ronnie i'm not going to
0: refinish this guitar <laughs>
4: yeah. right, this has got a lot of time right yeah here. yeah, yeah <laughs> a lot of
2: time lot and of again going
0: back to the memories and the stories yeah. I, I can't imagine when you pull that out and you get to look at it and you know i know it's, and yeah. as you're writing and yeah. you think about all those things yeah that is cool. awesome so yep. before we let you guys take off here because that was maybe I, i'll be honest We've done two shows tonight, Callie, and I think both of them may have been the fastest hours that we've know, done in a I long know, right? time. I
1: know, I know, right? It's it's out of control.
0: Um, <laughs> but I, I want I want you guys to kind of get your information out there. How can people find you? Where can they Where can they get things? You know, because you guys, you I say this all the time. I hear people gripe, and I know Cody Eichert and I had this conversation. Justin Underwood and I, they always say, "I hate today's music," but they don't go find. Real music, yeah, and it's yeah. there, and local I mean, there. and it's local there. music. I mean, that and, right, yep. and you can find it. You, the, it's it's available. I mean, so yeah. it's it's a little harder to find. You're not going to tune your radio yeah. dial to it, right? Uh-huh. But you can find it. So where can people find Mixed Media?
5: You, uh, right now, Facebook is the best place. So if yeah. they type in Mixed Media, It should be the top or pretty close to the top. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's under Mixed Media Band and on Instagram. Under mixed media band, both of those.
4: All right, and then the recordings are on. Uh, uh, they're on
5: Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, yeah, every place. Yeah, yeah. If you look, probably even Napster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> again, because I it check still check it. exists. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have two.
4: We have two separate uh, what EPs yeah, I, I guess a, we call it. An them. EP
5: called EP, and then we yeah. have one. <laughs> speaking of stories, we have one titled that's named for. Um, Brett's dad gave us this title because we, we hadn't practiced for a while and we practiced and I said uh, do we have that sound? He said that's as good as it ever is <laughs> <laughs> so the, the new EP is called As Good As We Ever Are yeah. <laughs> that's awesome I got
0: that reminds me, I gotta tell this one funny story we, we just got back from a week vacation in Michigan and my son got fish for his fifth birthday, and he's had some trouble with, with the fish, and we've, yeah. we've, we've yeah, sent yeah. a few to the, the septic tank graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. But we get back from this week, and as soon as we walk in the door, it's like, I gotta go see if my fish made it. And I come walking in, and I said, how are your fish? He goes, good enough. None of them died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's where we've set our expectations. Like, yeah. uh, just don't <laughs> die. Like, yeah. we're okay.
0: They all still oh. seem to be swimming, so we're just going to go with it's good. Yeah. So, yeah. so PETA will probably be protesting my podcast. <laughs> now. <laughs> <really. laughs> we're, yeah. we're struggling with fish. Yeah, but, gentlemen, I want to tell you that, uh, again, it was, it was a – our honor to get the opportunity to sit down and talk to you guys and and listen to you guys play. And, um, this is, this is real music and I can't tell you how much I appreciate getting the opportunity to hear that, um, and hear your stories and, and where it comes from. So first and foremost, and I've said this on several of the other podcasts, but Callie and I, when we started this and we started all those, we didn't, really think anyone would would come and sit down and want to talk to us and be a part of it we we really thought most of the time it'd be her and i i i this is a night out of you guys schedule so for you guys to come and and play here in studio i can't tell you honestly how much it means to us and Uh, we, we
1: love hearing i mean any groups and music i mean like especially I love hearing all the individual sounds like the group. I mean, like it's just, I mean, like we've had other groups on, but this is a sound like we've not had obviously before. I mean, I think you guys obviously know that, but I mean like, that's the cool thing. I think that, that at least I enjoy. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. And
0: and it's, you know, it's kind of like when we had night owl country band on last weekend. That's why I love asking the influence questions because that's, what's cool about, you know, and, and mixed media where you got the name from, but it's cool to me because you start hearing some of those things. I mean, yeah, obviously, Glenn, you got a little bit of hip hop and rap and, yeah. and that beat. And some of those things come out. And then, you know, the Skynyrd idea, the polka and the, yeah, the accordion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and John Prime. I mean, you start looking across the board and it's but when it comes together, it's this really, it's really, really special cool. sound. And it's, it's really unique. Good. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so, for having thank us. You. hey, we yes. wish you all the best. And yep. you guys are welcome back anytime. Yeah. You Very let good. us know. And we'd love to have you back. Yeah very good thank you
4: we may get through the summer and we may take you
0: up on that if we come up with new songs
1: absolutely i I love here i love hearing that yeah Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure yeah
1: okay
0: all right and thanks everybody and again tuesday night check out cody eichert on the show and uh we've got cody eichert coming up we've got um uh elizabeth freeman the uh she is the coroner from lawrence county we'll be on here in a couple weeks uh we're going to talk a little true crime something that She's passionate about, and Callie and I are passionate about. Um, sometimes I worry Callie's too passionate about um, planning my
1: demise. Yeah, I was going he like, to say, don't let know too much. Yeah, he no. was They're like, she'd
0: like,
2: be. I
1: didn't know her before, but now I will. I come, I, come home, like,
0: I come home from the races late on Saturday night, and Dateline's playing on repeat, and I'm like, I, she acted like she didn't mind me going to the races, but I'm not,
2: I'm not sure. So, uh, but so yeah, so check
0: that out. And, again, thanks to all our sponsors, and thanks to you guys from Mixed thank Media you. for yes, being here. Yes, thank you.